0: Welcome home to the Grad School Soul Collective, where we educate and empower black and brown grad students on their doctoral journey. On this podcast, you'll hear from successful grad students, scholars, experts in the field, and even entrepreneurs. They'll share their insights, their challenges, and their most impactful takeaways with one goal in mind, to position you for success from day one. Here's our host, Alyssa J. So today we are gonna be talking about white mentors and black doctoral students. White mentors and black doctoral students, specifically at predominantly white institutions, better known as PWIs. So uh, for those of y'all that don't know, I am a fifth year doctoral candidate. Um, I am dissertating, I'm almost done. And um, I'm really passionate about supporting other black and brown uh, doctoral students along their journey. And one of the things, and specifically, those who attend PWIs. And so one of the things that when you're attending a pwi just by the numbers uh i know that black faculty are mm, less than by the percentages they are less than five percent so they might be three percent some places four percent some places i think the national average is right around uh, two percent here in the two point something percent the last time i looked here in the united states and so just by the numbers you're not gonna have accessible to you um, black faculty that share your same um, cultural intersections, um, racial, ethnic, uh, cultural diversity there. And so um, by nature of that mismatch, there's a very strong probability that you're gonna have uh, to do some of this um, cross-cultural interactions. And more specifically, you might have some mentors who are white faculty, and so today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my own experiences, and I'm also going to give you some things to consider as you are uh, engaging with white mentors or mentors that uh, are not black. In it, if you happen to be okay. So, uh, first thing is that um, in terms of my own story. Um, I am not going to call this person's name but I have a faculty who is near and dear to me and we have gone through a journey Um, and this person is a white woman I will tell you that much Um, and so we started off our journey essentially as a student and faculty uh, and now we have grown to be co-authors she is a mentor of mine Uh, she is phenomenal Uh, but that wasn't always the case, right? And so now here comes a little bit of the tea. So we had a situation where, again, I'm the student, this is the faculty, and um, there was some tension, we had, Uh, There was a project that I was working on with um, some other of my colleagues and it wasn't going the way that, uh, there were a bunch of things that weren't going the way that they should have. I'm not gonna go into all of those details. It's a very, very small world. Um, But um, she um, told us what wasn't working. She told us what she didn't like. She told us what we needed to change. Um, And she did it in a way that, that made me very, very uncomfortable. And as a result of that, um, I, uh, in our class was, we had a meeting before class and then after, and then uh, once class started, um, I immediately felt nauseous. I felt sick. And so I got up, I physically left the room and I stayed out of class for about 40 minutes. And I stayed out until I felt well enough, physically well enough to be back In class and this was a two-hour class and I remember um, feeling horrible and thinking okay I've I've got the advice we're gonna do what we need to do I'm gonna get through it but um, after that instance and this wasn't right away but this was maybe a week later she reached out to me and she said hey I observed this I noticed this are you okay And when she asked if I was okay, I then had to make a decision. um, Do I engage with you and tell you what bothered me? What made me unwell? Or do I tell you, no, I'm good to go. I'm fine. We're gonna keep it pushing. And I decided that I was going to be very direct and say, this is what was said. I was uncomfortable. Um, I was able to move through it this is where I'm at. And we were able to build from there. uh, We were able to start building a more trusting relationship uh, where we had a little bit more than just uh, interaction. And um, I appreciated her approach, right? And so one of the things that I want to um, urge everyone uh, to do as they are engaged, and eventually um, she became one of my mentors. uh, And by the way, she was the first person um, that called me her colleague. We were at a conference, there was presentations, all of this, and and she said, this is my colleague, Alyssa. And, um, you know, moving into that professional identity, that's another thing that happens, right, when you're on your doctoral journey. And I didn't know, I was like, oh my goodness, right? I'm a a colleague, but I was, I was a colleague, and uh, we now are colleagues, right? So a couple of things that I wanna um, point out is, number one, if you have a white mentor and you are a black uh, doctoral student, it's really important that you establish a routine um, of asking questions and the most important questions. So that means you're gonna have to do a little bit of planning and figure out, hey, if I've got eight questions, what are the top three that I absolutely need to be asked, to be answered, okay? and as you engage in um growing comfortable asking those questions right you're going to start creating a pattern where you can not only anticipate their body language you can interpret the words that they're using, the words that that commonly mean this versus meaning that right and you begin to build that rapport with them um, that's not always so hierarchical right but that it's important for you to start building that relationship okay the second thing is that you need to be clear on what you need from them, right? And that includes being clear on your communication style, right? What your normal is. This was a conversation that I had with, <clears throat> excuse me. This was a conversation that I had with this uh, particular mentor where I said, hey, it's normal for me to do X. When I say this, this is what I mean. And you have said this. Can you tell me a little bit more? What do you mean by that? And it's important to ask those questions so that you're not um, making assumptions. And and it also opens up the door for them to begin to be asking you in like fashion, those same types of questions. So again, building that relationship. Um, The third thing is something that I just mentioned, which is listening to yourself. Right, listening to your body, listening to your to what you're safe, um, to how safe you feel, and your wellness. Right, just because someone says this is a safe space, they may say it, right, but if you don't feel safe in, or you don't feel comfortable comfortable in that uh, space, you reserve the right to say, mm, I'm not comfortable right now, but I'd like to come back and revisit. This conversation or I'm working through a couple of things. Can we talk about this in another week figure out what place you're in and um, reserve the right to come back to that conversation. But just because someone asks you a question i.e., that faculty member mentor doesn't mean that you have to respond at all or respond in that time. And so you get to set those boundaries, okay? Um, The other thing is being comfortable with not over explaining. If you have a rationale for why you think something and they have a rationale for why they think something, it's okay to say, I respect that point of view or to say, I'm gonna think on that. You do not have to prove anything to that person and if they feel compelled to overexplain, I know we've heard the term white explaining before, right? If there is a touchy subject that comes up or a not so touchy subject where someone is explaining, some, overexplaining, and then you find yourself wanting to overexplain back, you don't have to do that. Okay? You do not have to do that. Um, which brings me to my next point is that you should see the relationship as reciprocal. No matter where you're at in your journey, if you are first year, and this is someone who's been a professor for 30 years, 40 years, they're well known in in the field. They are going to learn something from you, from their experiences with you, just like you're going to learn something from them and better for you to go in with a learning stance, but also knowing that than to think, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful that they've allowed me to be here and that they've made space for me, all, nope. See the relationship as uh, reciprocal, right? And so that is the last point that um, I wanted to drive home um, because again, um, there might be different interactional norms that you have. Um, There might be different communicative norms that you have, how they communicate in groups, how you communicate one-on-one, how you communicate by way of email, um, how you interact with each other. And uh, sometimes it takes a little bit of an adjustment um, to build that trust, but please know that uh, it takes time and that it's not something that you have to um, feel compelled to give so much of yourself, nor do you have to be be, be compelled to to get so much, to, to feel like you need to know everything about them because as the relationship grows, it goes through stages, right? And so being cognizant of that, that trust takes time. And so um, that's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, please know that there are, uh, oh, and the last thing, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. The last thing is, is that if you find yourself in a, if you find yourself in a relationship in a mentorship um, that is not a good fit for you, it's okay for you to um, to get out of that relationship. Whether it's saying, hey, it's been really, I've learned a bunch from you, thank you so much, um, and you keep moving on. Whether it's something that you uh, gradually kind of stop interacting as much, or you tell them, hey, I want to find uh, someone who has Um, Maybe more their interest is more aligned with what I want to do, or I'm finding that um, I'm needing a little bit more or I'm finding that whatever the thing is that you feel comfortable sharing about what you're finding, if you feel comfortable sharing that thing, please know that um, that positive thing that you leave them with. Hey, this thing really meant a lot to me. i'm in a different stage i'm going to move over here it's okay to say that okay we know that it's a very small world we know that academia is a very small world and um you know you're going to interact you may or may not interact with that person in the future um but you get to choose how you're closing um, that out or how you're limiting that um, to move forward to get exactly what you need okay so um Thanks, everybody, for watching, and um, I'll see you next time.